Welcome to the Tongue and Cheek Podcast. I am Dina. I am Ilana. And we know we have been gone for a bit of time. We did a summer break, which I know we've, we did forget to inform the audience, I think, clearly. But we did want to let you know we're back. And we're so many things to talk to you about. And we thought the best way to enter in with the latest Atlanta news, um, everything from New York reunion to Beverly Hills to Salt Lake City was to have um, Zachary Ross, as well as you guys know, Bravo OOMG, on to discuss everything. So we just wanted to get right into it. And we hope you've missed us as much as we've missed you. We've missed you terribly. Hey, Hello. How are you? How are you guys? Hold on, let me see, make sure I can see both of you. Did you have a good um, Yom Kippur and fast? <laughs> <laughs> Is it ever fun to fast? I don't know. Um, not really. No. Actually, my fast was very um, easy, though, because I slept most of the day. That's always good. I didn't fast because I had to work. Oh, oh, yeah. So, And I work at a call center, so... I enjoy my job, and on Yom Kippur, I get very hangry. Oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> I like to work. I like to be able to pay bills. Call me crazy. Well, that's most important. Yes. Um, but I didn't, I only had, because I take some medication, I take some pills with food, but I didn't eat until later that night, and then I only had water during my shift. So, I kind of did. Like, like, it's all, like, fast. God would appreciate it still. Right. <laughs> and it's always, like, it's in your soul. Like, your intention right. is fast. So that's what God sees, in my opinion. Right. That's what I always, if I can, I would prefer to fast. But life has a funny way. Yeah, it does. It as does. long as your, like, soul and your mind is in the right headspace for the holiday, I think that's what really matters because it's really about, like, starving your body to feed your soul. So if your soul is being fed, that's what's important. Exactly. exactly. And I always – It's also – Oh, sorry. You go. It was also the first holiday that we had people. Like, my family came together. Like, not just, like, my immediate family. Like, we had my aunt and uncle – my cousin, her fiance, my other cousin, her his girlfriend, my best friend came with her boyfriend and her family. That's we had so, people. That's so nice. It is. It's like, oh, thank God. Uh, that's so lovely. We we usually as a family stay away from each other on fasting days just because it yeah. gets a little intense. Yeah, we, we all know what's about to come mood wise. Yeah. No way. Yeah. No way. <laughs> a good idea to be around. But Ilana and I did meet up at the end to, you know, go to the services and then split up yet again. Yeah. <laughs> See, my family, we break it at five. Oh, okay. So it's the one party a year where everyone is on time. Oh, I love that. <laughs> because they are so hungry. They, like, at 4.59, they will show up. because the rabbi was chatting like way too long he really was going slowly through his sermon and so then the service ended kind of late and then i had to walk home and then i thought i was going to be breaking fast one way and my plans got changed so i had to like wait uh yeah that's my bad that's annoying yeah i mean you know <laughs> well, I, 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 I had made other breaking fast plans. That <laughs> and then her plans got canceled. And she wrote to me, she's like, oh, I should have done it with you. I was like, thanks. thanks. 
See, once with my family, we're all, we're all like angry. Once we get food in our system, we're fine. It's just before then. No, I it's, feel uh, I love I love young board because the meal is the best. Oh, I know. After and before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, before too. <laughs> well, my mom usually makes these like huge steak meals, which are. Oh, really? Yeah. We just have breakfast. Oh, no, 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 she's talking yeah. about the before, not the after. You guys are talking about two Oh, yeah. Yeah, after oh, well, After we do breakfast, we do, like, bagels, lox. So I like to just like more, like, pizza. I go real Italian. Ooh. I become, like, authentically Italian when I'm breaking fast, and I want, like, pizza and pasta. <laughs> that's not bad. I know people who do, like, Chinese. Yeah, that's what I'm eating. See, I save Chinese for Christmas Eve. Oh, I yeah. love that as well. That's my mm-hmm. go-to. Well. God intended for our people. Yes. Yes. So it's funny because at my play at the one Chinese place my family likes to go to in our city, every single Jewish person in the world goes there. <laughs> so we're waiting in the lobby, like, oh, there's our neighbor, there's my teacher, there's the doctor, there's oh, the rabbi. It. Well, we're in Boca, so like the Chinese food here sucks. Really? <laughs> yeah. It's not amazing. But there's so many Jews in Boca. I found one place I like. Chinese food didn't follow. It's like all these New York implants and no one Chinese food. It's been horrible because we're coming from London where the Chinese food is excellent. Excellent, excellent, excellent. And then come here, it's a real, real, real letdown. A little bit of a Debbie Downer. Yeah, that does kind of suck. But I did find one I liked, I'm guessing, from now this conversation. Ilana and her husband did not agree with me. Because <laughs> I ordered from there and I really like it. Because I'm very picky about scallion pancakes. And Ooh, have, those are good. Yeah, but you have to make sure the place you They're get. The right. Yeah. And this place makes the best scallion pancakes. So I just, I went in full force and I really loved it. So there's one place I go to for me in Cleveland. It's the guy was from China, so it's good Chinese food. He a couple years ago, he had like this is like ten ish years ago. He had issues with immigration, so he almost got deported. Turns out everything was fine. He wasn't deported, and they wanted they did like did a they did a petition saying we need you to stay because he's a good member of the community. Everyone signed it. He stayed. But the funny thing is, they put they bought a poster right after said, "Welcome back, Gordon." You know, Chef Gordon. Chef Gordon has been been welcomed back for about ten years now. The poster went up, never oh, came down. down. <laughs> yeah, never came down. It's still up there until a couple months ago when, like, there was a hailstorm and something just their window cracked. That's when the poster came down. I love that though. There are these stories that you see that are like going out of business for like ten years. Right. Well, it's like share, you know, the never-ending for farewell tour. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jay Z does that as well. Like every time he announces he's yeah. retiring, and it's like, how many times can one retire? A lot, apparently. So it was Elton John, I think. But I think this last one was his final farewell. Got if it. I had to guess. Until like two years from now. Now, right. final, final. <laughs> right. But you guys, I know a lot of breaking news. Is happening in our Bravo world. Oh my god! It's like it's not like when it rains. You know the saying when it rains it pours. Oh my god! Yes, and it's been a magical like, time. It's been a magical time, but lately it's like when it rains it hurricanes. It does. <laughs> 
so yeah, like lately when it rains and hurricanes, because there's and there was was sort of semi breaking news today. Let me pull up my phone. Yes. So B Scott, who is a blogger, I she love gets a B. lot of. Scott. Yeah, I love B Scott too. She gets a lot of information correct. So that's why I take hers, her information more seriously than like others. Still take with a grain of salt because filming hasn't begun yet. But she has announced a potential sixth housewife for the upcoming Atlanta season. Her name is, I hope I say this right, Sonia Richards Ross. Ooh. She is a Olympic champion. I'm looking at her Instagram profile. Wifey, mommy, TV personality, and founder of Mommy Nation. Oh, well, there, I mean, this is just perfect. Yes. I think it's, I th I mean, she apparently had a TV show also on WeTV, like another reality show, a couple years ago. So she's no stranger to reality TV. She is joining Drew Sidora, Candy Burris, and Kenya Moore from season 13. Sheree is rejoining the cast. I heard that. Apparently. Did you guys see Sheree's new face? She looks beautiful. She looks, oh, she's gorgeous. And then Marlo, after 10,000 million years is finally getting her peach. Is this true, though? I think like, it is. I don't want to get my heart up because I've really been one of those people who advocated so much. And then I heard Andy over the summer talking to Danny Pellegrino and, and right. like it would never happen. So then when I heard this, I was like, is this just like it was Andy gaslighting? <laughs> well, Andy does gaslight. Andy yeah, he does that all the, all the time. time. I believe he does. But um, I, I want to believe this is true because it's coming from so many sources. And B. Scott is, I wouldn't, no one's 100% right all the time. She's like 95% of the time she's right. Yeah. But I take hers, I weigh hers more heavily than other people. But Portia is. Yeah, how do you feel about that? Well, she's starting a spinoff. My personal theory, she got engaged to Simon post-reunion. Didn't want the other ladies talking about it. And that's what I thought. It's shady as hell. So she just quit. I agree. I was, I, but I'm going to miss Portia. Do you think they're going to keep her on Bravo chat room? Yeah, they will. Because she has a spinoff coming up with that's focused on her and her family. So she's going to stay on Bravo. I definitely think so. Oh, sorry, Dean. I was just saying the spinoffs are never good. But continue. No, but I also well, no, um, Vanderpump Rules for a while was great. No, but Vanderpump isn't a spinoff to me. Vanderpump is like its own entity, which is why, like, I always was upset when they put it into the Housewives because I was like, no, this is a different show. Like Summer, See, really? Because it's to me, actually Summer House is technically Housewives related. I know but Summer I House is a spinoff of Vanderpump. But I look at each of those as its own Third generation spinoff. Like I more like Kim Zolciak show, Candy show. Now we're doing Portia show. I don't always love these. Like what makes right. always, especially somebody like Portia, what makes her really funny is when she's bantering back and forth with people or when she's in these moments to me of like being sassy. And I feel mm -hmm. like I get a lot less sass. Yeah, but we yeah. don't know. She might be sassy with her own people too. She is probably one of the funniest comedians, I think, of our time. <laughs> she's just very, very quick. Portia's yeah. very quick. With she's it. That's what I like about her.
but I think what's going to happen is sort of Beth, Bethany ever after. Like, she'll come yeah. on her spinoff for a few years, and when her marriage fails, she'll come back and give us everything we want more, plus she'll be, like, a little harder and saucier. Yes, I agree with that, actually. I agree. But how are we feeling about Miss Bailey leaving us? Who, you guys, I saw in New York. I don't even think I told Alana this. Is she I know, gorgeous in your life? She looks stunning. I was so people. offended that I, I saw with the... I was so excited mm. to tell you, and I think it just... Because I didn't even post it. I sent it directly to Dumas. But um, I was coming because I was, I was there for Fashion Week, and she was coming into Saks as I was leaving. But I, like, stood still. You guys, her bone structure and face is flawless. Well, she looks yeah. stunning. on She... I will say she is probably the most photogenic housewife ever. A hundred beautiful. Stunning. I mean, I agree with the decision for her to leave us, but I do think she was. Yes. I've been over her for many seasons. Well, she has not had a storyline. No. Well, also, I personally felt like the storyline that was like when she sort of shifted from having a friendship with Nini to Kenya. It was very messy, but it. I don't think Cynthia came out looking good at the end. Like, I think she came yeah. out to be very odd. Like, everything I thought I understood of her character seemed strange. I mean, this is the person who made Nini sign a contract of loyalty to her. And then to do something so disloyal and take no ownership, I just sort of felt like you're either nothing or you're, like, all the wrong things. I get that, but I mean, also, I think, personally, friendship, relationships change, friendships change over time, you know, you're never going to be the same person you were five years ago, let alone, hell, you're not the same person you were yesterday. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. I mean, I have a more harsher view on Nini because she always, first of all, I'm going to say this now, and I'll say this a million times like more, <laughs> where she looks like nothing like herself. <laughs> I feel awful that what happened to Nini because you know she was in love with Greg. Yeah. Which is not you could tell she deeply loved him. But Nini will never be back on Bravo. You think? Uh, I love Nini. Why? Well, well, because she threatened to sue the network. Oh yeah. Publicly for yeah, discrimination. She did. she did do that. So, right, right. I got of like the BLM movement, so I don't <laughs> think she's going to be back ever. I agree with you on that, but I do. I but love I your post. But I don't think Nini, at this time, I would even want back at least. Like, the right. last Nini we saw was so kind of bitter and over it. I just was like, why did you come back? Like, you're not giving us anything. I don't, when I was talking about Cynthia, I used Nini as an example. Right. Of where I felt really disconnected to her. Because I thought she was that, like, friend that you always want to have. Because she has your back. She sees your goodness. And instead, it turned out, like, she was kind of like that person who doesn't tell you what they really think. Instead, they just are shady. And I... I personally think they're probably all these women are probably more like co-workers making like alliances like yeah. and um, Dwight more than they are like, you know, friendship, friendship. But I still think like, you know, as from the outside view, we didn't see like a transition with that alliance. It was just like shocking. See, to me, I agree with you. To me, Cynthia, she was never the best housewife. Mm-mm. Honestly, I'm surprised she lasted this long. I, lo- I love Cynthia, but I'm just surprised about everything. Um, to me, she has, like, the storyline. Like, she's like a Melissa Gorga. 
Like yeah. the same kind of storyline. Yeah, I agree. Nothing. I think like, Melissa Gorga at least tried, but Cynthia did. And what made it even worse is last year when she had her super spreader wedding at the mid- height of COVID, Bravo said we're not filming it, so she hired out of pocket a yeah. camera crew. But then Bravo used it, which was kind of enabling. Right, that's why she did it. Yeah. That's the only reason why she did it. So Bravo could film it and air it. Because it was her storyline. But Cynthia reminds me of Paulie D from Jersey um, Shore. The way, you know, he slaps his sticker on, on everything he passes. Yes. Head. She slaps her name on everything. Yes. Cynthia Bailey Bayabs coming soon. Cynthia yeah, Bailey Crash Bags. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like all she really brings is putting Bailey in a new place that we weren't expecting. <laughs> the Bailey wine cellar. Yeah, and yeah. Bailey sunglasses and Bailey modeling, mm-hmm. whatever. Not agency. <laughs> I don't think we've seen it at the end of her branding. No, putting her name on things. But speaking of things that maybe we were unaware of. Well, actually, Cynthia, so, so I don't think she's gone from Housewives. Oh, I, I think she's she'll on be. the side show, right? Well, she's on um, All Stars the first yeah. season, but I don't think she's gone from Atlanta. I could she would be a good friend of actually, because they don't have to have a storyline; they just have to come in and hang with the housewives. Yeah, and Kenya needs somebody she's who's going to agree with her. But like Cynthia has given more friend of vibes than Marlo. And Marlo, yeah, yeah. No, I agree, but I wanted to see if you guys like if. Speaking of which, with my beautiful transition of things <laughs> unexpected, how do you guys feel about the New York reunion being done? It is the first time in Housewives history that the reunion was canceled. Yeah. Oh, did we freeze? Canceled? They even what? had it virtual in person. Wait, wait. Before oh, you talk, it's coming little. in and out it's gotten how bad it was wait wait did you to redo it yeah one two three oh. the whole thing froze what? sorry you froze oh. so have you redo everything you're saying from it was the first time the housewives got canceled yeah okay let me go ready yeah. so first time in housewives history that a reunion was canceled even with dallas that they they had they canceled the show. Sorry, they paused the show. Secondly, <laughs> was not canceled. They even had Carrie and Brandy, who had COVID, record separately in their hotel rooms. They still had a reunion. This is very much unprecedented because New York is for New York is iconic. New York is for many years for many people the top tier of housewives for me it's crazy because they were so so many seasons were so good and then last season was okay this season bombed but see i have this if i may like mixed feeling about them canceling it because on the one hand i feel like one could argue just saying, one could argue that like Bravo is actually listening to everyone because so many times I feel like the peop- the Bravo execs aren't actually really listening to what's happening on like the social media fan sites that are so 
vocal about their opinion and yet you'll see them do stuff that feels like they're not in tune and everyone was just saying how bad this season was what was a mess there was really nothing there was no plot nothing to save nothing of interest that happened and all you saw was you know a lot of hot mess and you know ebony was lovely but like she didn't even get a chance to be lovely because of the circumstance of everything that you just it felt so gross. So then on one hand, I'm like, well, I don't even know if I'd want to watch it. Like, what am I getting from it? Leah kind of like wagging her finger somewhat hypocritically, you know, like, I don't really know. Yeah. But then on the other hand, I do agree. Like, um, 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 Taria Faison from what else is going on? I saw something that just like hit home so much, which is like, they're taking away the opportunity to voice and to hold accountable mm-hmm. her behavior. And as a Jewish person, I know I was very offended oh. by, you know, Ramona and from what she did to me. So I can only imagine, you know, everyone else is who Ramona just like lashed out at the black community and all her misbehavior. It was just misbehavior. Did I just make up a word? I don't know. No, no I'm misbehaving. Yeah, misbehavior was so poor that I do think like that Ebony and not just Ebony, but sort of the general voice of reason against Ramona's behavior deserved a platform for that. But I could then see the other argument, like, what are we getting from this? I'd rather them get rid of Ramona as well then. You know what I mean? Like, even if she doesn't have this moment, what really matters to me is, like, when they reconstruct this group, like, what is coming out of it? I agree. Ramona is horrifically racist, anti-Semitic, anything you could think of. At that Shabbat dinner of all, like, to... I wrote to Andy. I was so upset about yeah, that. I wrote him like the I wrote him like a diatribe, a bitter, angry diatribe after watching that. I was so emotional. It was, it's just, it was disgusting. She's disgusting. It's, there's no place on TV for her. And Tierra was right. Bravo is trying to protect my, and I've seen this online. People think Bravo is trying to protect Ramona. Because she's on All Stars. They're trying to like sweep everything under the rug so it can air, and then maybe afterwards they'll just hang her out to dry. But it's gross that they're not letting Ebony speak, Leah, who is converting to Judaism, speak. It's, it blows my mind that someone who's so awful like Kelly Dodd got fired, but Ramona Singer gets a pass. No, no, I just, I just, I can't. No, I, I agree. I think like for me, one thing, which it's for all shows, like I hate when they do it when on Below Deck, they don't give us a reunion. I think if we as viewers have put in the time to watch these episodes, even if we're not liking things, I want a reunion. I think it's so disrespectful. I'm so annoyed with Bravo for canceling it. It's just weird. It seems like to me, like if they're canceling it, it's because what they're thinking is everyone's going to be going at Ramona. But they're other discussions to be had Luann did yeah. really weird stuff as well no one's like maybe that was at the beginning of the season that's still something to discuss Leah 
no matter what, yes, her journey of Judaism, maybe we could get more about that. But Leah implied that she was kind of sleeping with like the rabbi, an Orthodox rabbi. I just think there was stuff we could have digested and had more yeah. like what is going on. And I think it's exactly what you said. I think they're trying to protect Ramona for the next season. And then they'll be fine to like, just like the way with Erica at the beginning of Beverly Hills, she was getting kind of like a good cut and now it switched. I think yes. they're going to just flip on Ramona, but it's rude to us. It's you're a thousand percent. Ilana and I have an addiction, but it's something we've both come to accept. Accessories. Nikki Rooks is our go-to when accessorizing any outfit. Her unique designs are amazing standalone pieces or work gorgeously stacked together. You can shop Nikki Rocks by going to her website, NikkiRocks.com. N-I-C-K-I-R-O-X-X.com. Apply our discount code StylishlySolomon25 for 25% off. Stylishly Solomon 25. Solomon with all O's. S-O-L-O-M-O-N. We know you'll thank us later. Happy shopping! But then I want to just add on to what I was saying which is, I think, what you're saying too, Dina. But, like, I don't want them to get rid of her quietly. I want the public shaming. Yes. Like, I want... Like, Cer- like what's her name? Cersei on um, Game of Thrones? Yeah. Walking through the streets of New York. <laughs> yes. Her, yes. Tomatoes. I want that, like... I like. I'm not trying to say this in a way like it was just Yom Kippur and Rosh Hashanah and all these stuff. So I'm like peaceful. I know. I don't but. want like physical harm or like emotional abuse, but I definitely want this woman who I feel has um sort of her power is her ability to ignore or just give face to what people are saying to her. She just like. In one ear, out the other, blank faces. It doesn't like really process anything. And I want her to feel something like her only way to understand that she's been wrong is if she hurts. And she's not going to hurt if she doesn't lose her job, lose her like ability to come back, lose a thing. And I do feel as someone who is an executive producer who is Jewish, who comes from one of the people that she so disgustingly disrespected, you would think there would be a voice even from him about this that was, I think Andy owes us as one of us, if that makes sense. I agree. Everyone else who's Jewish, his tagline is mazel. I know. And so, sorry, I just sounded so much like Monica from Friends. But, like, it's so frustrating to, like, have this person who, like, I love seeing someone Jewish and open and so wonderful and and get to sort of be this sort of um, facing character for this network. But then, like, you then have a responsibility when our our people at a time that is wildly anti-Semitic are being attacked to like hold this person just like other people as well that she's attacking. I'm not saying it's just Jewish people. Like, you know, the black community deserves so much respect right now. And yet you put Ebony on, I think in a way to sort of um, correct something. And yet then you take away her voice. Like how, like then you're the problem too. And it just really upsets me. 
Because, like, everything Bravo says is just face value. Yeah. They don't put the actual work in. Like, I, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna say this. I posted a meme last season Potomac with, um, I forget who it was. It was one of Robin's sons, Corey or Carter. You know, when her and Wendy were talking and then Carter's like, what's going on? <laughs> and he was, I remember that. I was like, oh. And I was like, we appreciate a house kid who wants um, the tea or what, you know, what I made the caption that not in the meme, but in like the, on Instagram. And someone DM'd me and said, you know, I don't want to come from a rude place, but house kid can be considered a term for a slave who was a child who worked in the house primarily. Like, I had no idea. Yeah. I would never have posted that if that crossed my mind. So instantly, what I do, I change the caption instantly. And I apologize. You said, no, 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 you're fine. It's just in the future. And luckily, I had only posted, like, in within... A minute she messaged me when she saw it so thankfully that was done but it's like i put the work in you know if i'm wrong i will admit that i'm wrong but yeah i think that's always what's lacking in the bravo like network and even with andy because i think it's almost like the way um they're saying air good what is it bamboozle jane um yeah, but- that um, that they're saying, like, Erica um, can't talk about certain things. I feel like they feel like if they actually start dialogue, it's them admitting guilt. But this thing that they're doing of just, like, kind of making these broad statements and then right. never really doing it. Like, obviously, they put Ebony in the show, but they also gave her, put her in situations that were really uncomfortable. If they really cared about a dialogue, that's not the way they would have done it. They wanted right. dramatic. So then they got kind of what they sort of, the way they put it out and cut it, of course the audience was going to have extreme reactions. So again, not give us a reunion after you manipulating the show or however you did it for us to view it in this way is just disrespectful. It's incredibly disrespectful to Ebony, to all minorities that she has oppressed and offended year after year, time. And, and this is not... This is not, like, if there's a one-time thing, it's say, like, oh, you know, Ramona can change. No. This has been going on since probably season one. I know. But the time, season one was 2008. It is 2021. The world, within the last year and a half, has changed dramatically, let alone from 12 years ago, whatever, how many years ago. It's, we need a Bethany and Dorinda. I know some people uh-huh. are both of them, but I think that the reason why the both that they always make the show really like exciting and fun, except Dorinda last year, who I believe was awful. Yeah. But like in but usually because they also call people out, Bethany is so good at not letting this kind of BSery that like Lou Ann and Ramona are doing. Like Bethany wouldn't you know, do that. I mean, right. I was saying that what she posted the other day. I was like, oh, Bethany. <gasps> oh, my God. Bethany's post the other day about Erica. Is that what you're talking about? Oh, oh, yeah, where she found out. I'm not surprised. That's a different I thing. I was know. thinking about, did you guys see the TikTok where she's in Kim Kardashian's voice? <laughs> no, she does a TikTok and she's using Kim Kardashian's, like, voice. And it, it's basically saying how many times has Bravo asked you to be as a housewife. And so one of them, um, I, I feel bad because I can't remember which account reposted it, but they were like, she should be thankful for Bravo and everything they've done and not be playing these games because she, 
eventually she might come back, which I agree with. Oh, she will come back. It always happens. She's like, she thinks she gets too big for her britches. Yeah. Thinks she's thinks thinks she's the shit. Goes off, does her failed talk show, does a failed reality show, deal with Mark Burnett, and then she'll come crawling back. Mm-hmm. And I'm ready for she her is a fame whore. Yes. Yeah. And I'm Sorry. ready for Make that. Because I got cut off. She's a. I didn't call her a whore. I called her a fame whore. Yeah, and I love her for it. And you guys, speaking yes. of people who love fame. Let's get to, you know, how Danny Pellegrino would say, bamboozled him. <laughs> yeah. Bamboozled the thief, the crook. Positions it perfectly because I was so interested in the fact that it seemed like, I don't think Bethany was lying. Do you? No, no. no, not at all. I think she was telling the truth. I think she heard about it when, remember a couple of years ago when they, Erica's first season, they, when they filmed. Met, right? They filmed with Bethany. I think she knew back then. I agree with you because I was rethinking. I was like, that's why Bethany was asking her all these different kind of questions. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's why Bethany was extra like. Because it's not like Bethany's you? style to grill somebody the first time she meets them. No. And also no. the way she was grilling her like that there was. It was like, different. Bethany kind of treated her like not much was happening. And I always thought like, I wonder how Bethany was trying to figure out how smart is this girl? And how like what game is she playing? Right. Oh, totally. But Erica Jane, oh my God, the thief, the crook. So I guess you don't have to ask where you land on this. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think she's very pro Erica. Again, so much. (laughs) No, this is my thing on her. She hasn't done anything since Pat the Puss. Absolutely nothing at all. She, um, has been a clothes hanger for like three seasons, basically. I mean, Plus, that latex look was amazing. Um, I like Teddy Boring Camp did more than Erica. Let's be honest. Oh my God, and Teddy's the worst. Oh, she's such she's the worst. Like, even when but she was she, at the table, I was like, "Uh, don't put the camera on Teddy." Teddy. <laughs> yeah, I, I know it's oh, and um, but she's so guilty, and the fact that. Lisa, as you guys know, Lisa Rinna is my favorite housewife. But the fact that... One thing I feel. The fact that Lisa Rinna is, like, blindly supporting Erica through these horrible charges. When last year, she put Denise Richards out to the curb for sleeping with Brandy, which is not a crime, mind you. It's a... If she cheated on her husband, yes, that's a horrible thing to do. But cheating on your husband, unfortunately, is not a crime. No. And she's been accused of doing these stealing from orphans and children, and which widows. is 10, and widows, 10 million times worse than what Denise ever did. Granted, I'm, which everyone has said, I think Erica and Lisa are much closer than Lisa and Denise ever were. So that does probably factor into how Erica is. We think it's because of something to do with money. I don't think so. Because I don't think they like in housewives, the big trope is you want to lose your friendship, go into business together. No, I agree, but I just don't get why Lisa, I feel like it happened last year during COVID. Actually, I feel like when Brands by Bravo, when Erica went after her, I felt like that's mm-hmm. when I really saw that Lisa and Erica were so close because Lisa kept like kind of 
being on Erica's side. And I didn't realize they had that close of a friendship. So I've always wondered in my head, but again, I've made this up completely. So it's all allegedly. A deal was done. Lisa's like, now I have to be team Erica no matter what. I, I think it's more like an alliance, Dina. I don't think it's a financial thing. I think it's more like... Well, I, think it's a, I think it's a friendship at, at this point. You think now no, that what they I mean are? Is it's not like a financial yeah. transactional thing. I think it's more like, hey, I'll have your back, you have mine. I don't know because they've been, they've all, they've only, I mean, they when they first met, they did not like each other. No. And that's because of LV, LVP's influence. The more they got, to, like, I could see it. I think they do have a genuine friendship. But do you I see that. say that Erica is guilty? Do you think she knew the oh. whole time or do you think that she knew at a certain point and has made decisions based on that knowledge. I don't think when she first got married that she knew. Like, because, you know, he's like, oh, he's a rich guy. He's like the Tom Broke, the uh, Aaron Brockovich yeah. lawyer. You know, he must have a lot of money. I'm sure that's what she thought. Um, but I think, I mean, people are saying, oh, you turn a blind eye. Like, there's certain things. Once you've been with him for long enough, see other lawyers who are successful like him. They don't live in this multi-million dollar house. Don't drive Porsches, Ferraris on a daily basis. Don't have a private jet. She has to do something. Maybe she know everything, but she had to do, like, I agree with Sutton. I don't know if she knew what was going on with the, the business, but with the personal life, buying furs, having, in her book, she even said she spent, like, I think $17,000 a month to be Erica Jane, which is half of my yearly salary, pretty much, which is insane to me. Like, she had to know something was up. Like, yeah. The money doesn't just fall from the tree. Yeah, no, I also think there's like a character thing, like the TED talk. Well, no, I was just saying, like, even the circumstances of which they met, you yeah. know, like, you sort of like not to be crude but like okay like mobsters meet their wives maybe that way it's not the most common that like a big hotshot lawyer is gonna be necessarily some but maybe someone who also lives on the other side might find more in common with someone else who is a hustler who lives on that other kind of side of life who will do anything and everything to get yeah and i'm not saying she knew but i think in time you recognize something in someone when it's not right and i don't think it's just like the things that she had versus someone else because i could see someone rationalizing well he's had movie deals he has this access he has that he's made good investments with the money so maybe that's why but i do think there's a character thing like i know my husband's character Right. my husband i know like what he would and wouldn't do even if it's something as stupid as like you know if he'll go you know run an errand if 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 a person asks versus you know what i mean like there's mm -hmm. that person picking up at the airport and there's the people who that's not their thing and you kind of know people's character and you know when someone has a character where they'll push boundaries and lines right no i didn't see that but that's yeah. why i think one of the things that with watching, because I think this season has been amazing. I really didn't expect it to be. I kind of felt, no. like, oh, it was going to just be a bunch of BS. Even, I can't wait till we talk about Salt Lake City, but I wanted us to first do Beverly Hills before we really get in the meat. One thing is, I really like Crystal. I think she's amazing. Mm -hmm. I think she's perfect. The way she keeps 
defending Erica is like effing with my head. Even when she said about the Me Too movement with her husband, I was like, that's not a good look, Crystal. Do not compare that you know people who have been accused in your own circle of Me Too and that doesn't mean your husband. What did that even have to, to mean in that one scene when she was trying to... Oh yeah, that was kind of weird. It was so weird. It reminded me oh, of yeah. the Renna thing. Do you know yeah. who keeps saying this stuff about how like she sat in and Crystal are kind of like their own entity. And yeah. I don't think that Crystal is part of that. Crystal no, I to me oh, I think so. a lot to be a part of the Oh, I feel like Crystal's are, because I think because of Kathy, I think Crystal's in the main. Yeah, and I think like that really, Marcella, I felt like she was trying to do everything to be in with Erica and that. Yeah, that's how I took it. I felt like Crystal was trying to really suck up to Erica and that Kathy and all them by then being like kind of rude to Garcelle and Sutton. And Garcelle to me is like, I love Garcelle and I'm just, Dorit has really lost all of her, like, with Like, me. she was, like, the fan favorite last season, remember? Yeah. What happened? Yeah, Dorit hasn't been making interesting life choices, I feel. Dorit, <laughs> this season, I think, went from having no purpose in plotline, like, really being a clothes hanger, to mm-hmm. making all the wrong choices to try to get in the mix. Wait, but before we do it, I want to hear what you think of Crystal. Because you said you felt like she's on the outside. I won't, like, I, I agree, love, yeah. I agree with that because the Fox Force 5, the whatever, it's, first of all, the rumor is it's broken up now yeah. because Erica saw the show and she is pissed at Kyle and Dorito. <laughs> Sorry. I can't, I, you know, Dorito. Um... <laughs> So it's no more, but I see Crystal being on the outside because Erica is famously does not open up. Hmm. It takes her a while. Like when Dory joined the show, she was pissed at Dory. When Teddy joined the show, she was pissed at Teddy. You know, when she first joined the show, she did not get along with Lisa or Eileen. And she didn't really trust Kyle. So She's very closed. So I think it's not a surprise that they, she feels, I think she is on the outside because it's just like, was like such a tight knit group that it's, you can't break into it. Even though now it's disbanded because (laughs) Erica hates them. But I mean, she must live Crystal now because Crystal has made it her, like at least how I can see on the show and in interviews keep saying that she does not think this is on Erica. Hmm. Well, she also, no, she also said, she didn't want to spoil it because someone asked her, how does she feel about um, Erica? She said, well, watch as the episodes progress. There's still five more episodes left. You guys, I want for the reunion. <laughs> I'm not ready for it to end. I know. It's like, can we just keep rolling? I know, and especially also, if they're going to take away the New York reunion, like, at, then at least right. there's more of this. Yeah. Like, one thing I want people to realize is how people are saying, why are Erica, or um, why are Lisa and Kyle defending Erica? They were finding, people forget, this film's months in advance. They were finding out information real time, as we were. So while, when they were filming, it's the past. We know everything now, so it's, it's very different. 
people are thinking like this was filmed a week ago. No, no, I know what you mean. But I do think in interviews, partly they're media trained, so they can't give things away because they want right. But another part of it, it does seem to me like they're very, which again, they have like a human, it's not a character on a show to them. It's a person that they know and they interact with. So I can understand to a degree, but it does seem like they're very um, careful not to suggest anything like negative about Erica's even behavior like they let the men do the dirty work you know and like because i think they want to be sued but last season there was such a criticism about men getting involved we should not let the men have any voices because they like then they're acting like like the women and Mm -hmm. really like went hard on that and this season it feels like that to me and by the way i loved it but they they were like kind of giving the men the opportunity to say the stuff that they didn't want to say Right, I agree with that. I mean, it's just... they should have an apple this season. Oh, one hundred percent. Boots on the ground, doing the work. Dr- PK, oh, deserve yeah. a diamond. I mean, he deserves it more than an apple. Sorry, a diamond. <laughs> but in, like, he deserves it more than Dory because he's actually yeah. saying it, you know. And same with Mo. Oh yeah, I love him. I wish I just wanted to be high twenty more. High Maurice deserves a diamond. I agree, <laughs> and I also just want to. Like, do I want to marry him? A hundred percent. Yes. Oh, he's so cute. And how does he get like better looking every season? I'm like, what? I know it's not fair. No, nice Jewish fair. blood. <laughs> oh God, as he's a Spanish Jewish man. Like that's a dream. It is like, oh God, I want him so bad. I do too, you guys, and like I've always put it out there for him to have a brother, and it's never come back. Yeah, did he have a gay twin somewhere? Oh, I know. We should have one of each, okay? Straight? Yes, triplets. Triplets. Okay, let's just get this out there. Yeah, Putting just do it. it. the world. Marisa, you hear us? Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I'm a good years younger. How old is he? Uh, probably in the yeah, you know, it's in your dating range. You date I don't date 50-year-olds. I date older guys, but I don't date... Hey, I would date Andy in a heartbeat. Well, he's really handsome. He's a zaddy. Yes, he is. So is, so is uh, Mo. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, you guys, I would date Mo no matter what age, but obviously Kyle and him could not be together. But, you know. Oh, and I, yeah, really, no. I really love them as a couple. I was so proud of him when he lit the candles. And but she so didn't proud. light, you guys. I don't think so. But, you know. So I have a question for you guys. Yeah. Are you team Sutton or team Erica? Sutton. Oh, thank God. I Me don't see what's happening with Erica at all. I don't know. I don't even get her social media like um Candace was saying this last night on Watch What Happens Live. Like, yes. Oh, Erica's amazing. She's always giving it to the fans. She's doing it purposely. And I was like, wow. How are all these housewives? Like seeing now what's on TV and still being like, oh my God, Erica's my girl. Like it's just I it's I really feel like Sutton. I don't even get the conversation. Like, let's be real. I love this show, but this show is a bunch of colleagues. None of these people have any history together. They're brought right. together for the show. And to think for one... Except for Kyle and Kathy. Adam, they have a little bit of history. They have a long history. But didn't actually um, Kathy whole, um, like, her whole, like, the people who worked for it, they didn't know who Kyle was? Yes, that was hilarious. So, but, like, they're still getting to know each other as well. But there's a long history there. There is a long history. As Adrian would mm-hmm. say about Kim and Kyle. Yes. And, but I literally 
think it is beyond bizarre that it is even a conversation. Because if you work with someone, if you're in a movie with someone, let's take it out of the context. If there were people in a movie together and one of them had a huge scandal, everyone would be named in that in reference to it. The movie would be brought up and it might tank the movie. So to think that the people who signed on to this show would have absolutely no worries and blind loyalty is so unrealistic and for it to even be something that is a conversation as to if Sutton has right or wrong of course Sutton was in the right like that would be so strange not to be like oh my colleague is got wrapped up in something really messy and dirty I want to make sure I'm good on like away from this as much as possible that is a normal healthy human reaction of self-protection and so like whether you believe erica is guilty or not i personally think that between the trip that they were on in lake tahoe and when the divorce was announced two days later (laughs) no no what i'm saying is in that in between the shit hit the fan is that the saying yeah yeah the fan i think her his brother, the lawyers, all the people gathered around. They came up with a game plan that included Erica leaving so they could protect certain assets maybe and protect certain things. And also so she could go on the show and make the whole argument of him losing his mind. I mean, and of course. they thought it was going to have some sort of credibility if she left him and then but made mm-hmm. that. Instead, everyone can see through it because Bravo fans are the clever AF. and Right. And we can check bullshit. Yeah. yeah. But, Yanni, this is what I think it was. But whether you think so or not, it doesn't matter. You cannot argue that Sutton was at all in the wrong this season. Like, she has been gold in every way possible. I think she's everything that was right for this season as a person, but also as a normal human. And I find it bizarre that people are like, oh, I'm against Sutton. What did Sutton do? I don't know. Oh, you go. Sorry. You go. No, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, though, one of my favorite, because we were speaking of lawyers and them having a group meeting. So do you think the lawyers... A group meeting. A group meeting. And then with the lawyers, <laughs> with Erica, with both car crash stories, because, again, lots of details. Lots of, yes. Do you think she consulted the lawyers, or do you think she called Tom? And was like, hey, babe. Because she, obviously, I agree with Garcelle. She's not mad at him. That's one thing she can't act. She's not pretending to be mad at him. She's acting like they're still in love. Like, even the cheating, it seemed like a half-ass, like, I'm upset. She's showing emotions about these car accidents. So, I would love to know... Who gave allegedly her? happened. Let's say allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. Alleged car yeah, I would love to know, like, who walked her through that? Did she even, do you think she tested this out, like, on a five-year-old? Oh, I have a theory. If I, say, I think that she watched Fast and the Furious, maybe one through nine. <laughs> I think she was like, I got this. I know what I'm mm-hmm. going to say on the show. <laughs> The best part about living in Florida is we get to wear sandals all year round. Our favorite sandals are Teaks because they're so comfortable without neglecting style. Teaks are made with the most beautiful leather and are so chic that even Anna Wintour gifted them to her daughter's wedding party. At such amazing price points, you'll want to buy the entire collection. You can get a 10% discount with our special promotional code, SOLOMON10, when you apply at checkout. S-O-L-O-M-O-N-10. To shop, go to teeks.com. That's T-K-E-E-S dot com. And don't forget to apply our special discount code, Solomon10, for 10% off.
We know you love them as much as we do. Yeah, and I just okay. I, I, I always listen to the podcast. How did this get made? And they were deep diving Fast and Furious, and I was listening to the Fast and Furious Nine deep dive, and I was like, "Oh my god, this sounds like Erica's story." <laughs> what I don't get is about people after seeing like all the shit, all the news stories, Housewife and the Hustler. How you could be on Erica's side, like, oh, well, she hasn't been charged of anything. I'm like, the writing is on the wall. No, it's crazy to me. But also, I think it was only like two or three weeks ago that Bravo historian, who is very like pro Erica, she just started posting. Like, Erica's been gaslighting me, and I was like, I don't know, it's taking everyone. I thought it from the beginning. Like, she is but not this season, like ever since the news leaked. I've been against her. People have been. Like, people say, I post too much Erica hate. I'm like, she stole from orphans. It's hilarious what you're posting. I do not. Oh, thank you. Right away. I think you're just the right amount of people. Yeah. Oh, you're thank not going you. over. I don't get how more people, <laughs> as well as Bravo people, are not having a reaction like. But also, I was just talking about this with um, a former colleague was texting me about kind of her thing with Erica and she's like well she hasn't been charged I was like but just because you haven't been legally charged doesn't mean that morally you aren't corrupt and that you're right. ethically completely wrong and in a way if you are you know a mob wife if you know someone's killing and hurting to provide for you and you allow it to continue you're are- complicit yeah, are you enabling and, and causation and all the wrong things? Like, there is no way that you walk away with your soul clean. And I think her soul is very dirty. And I don't think she's an ice queen. I don't think she's cold. What I think is that she's hiding stuff. Yeah. So she doesn't open up because once you open that door, all this would show. All the skeletons yeah. are going to fall out. They're falling oh, out. See. They are all falling. But I'm excited to see the reunion. I'm just like, yes. The outfits are all awful. So I don't really yes. see about styled by Giselle. I know. Yeah. Oh, didn't you write that? Did I you? Did. Yeah, I love that. I actually, I was about to bring that up. <laughs> oh my god, the reunion looks really made me cry. Because first of all, Dorit, who I thought was gonna like do something right, throw us off her wedding dresses. Yeah, just yeah, and then everyone else was like, let me put on something that is unflattering, makes no sense, and either ages me or makes me look like I'm trying to be... Yeah, too young. I will say, if Crystal was going to, like, a Rosh Hashanah service or, like, a Yom Kippur one... I thought her dress was very lovely for those vibes. I was like, yeah. oh, this is great for Shul. Chris, there was a sukkah party she was going. Yeah, she could have gone to the sukkah party tonight in that dress. Yeah. But should she be wearing this to the reunion? No. And who let Erica wear that dress? Is this why she had started well, this? She can't no, afford Mikey anymore because she can't afford $17,000 a month. No. So just dress yourself. This is what she really... Um, this is what it looks like when you don't Guys, I'm also worried about Sun. I want to support her fashion. No, those earrings make me very upset with her. Those those fashion choices. Around the dress, if it had been accessorized differently, but with those earrings, I was like, stop accosting me with your (laughs) bad. 
No. There was Those earrings like, look like a first grader made them. I know the pet peeve is when people do the sheer thing under like a crystally dress because there's no way to do it where you don't look like an ice skater. And then beautiful, beautiful, beautiful um Garcel. Garcelle, I was gonna, yeah. Oh, she does this, and I was like, "How dare you!" Like, first of all, you got a beautiful chest. Like, let it free. Second of all, like, why? Why would you ruin this moment? This could have been your moment. Everyone else failed. You almost had it. See, with me and Garcelle, like, I go hit. She's hit or miss with fashion. She's never like, like ninety percent of the time, Dorit like hits it. Same with Kyle. When she's not wearing her muumuu. Amazing, amazing. Or like when she doesn't have the camera guy pick her clothes out. I think she got mm-hmm. a stylist this season. And I've been saying to Lana, I was like, you, I can't okay. even make fun of Who her. Knows? New wardrobe, looking good, glammed up. Kyle really this season. I mean, when she's in her um, interview with the layered necklaces and the black kind of. Uh, oh, she had great interview looks this year. It's just, oh, it did not. She looks like beautiful. the holes in her dress. Like. The two no, holes by her boobs? No. 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 She, she looks like she, she is one of those, like, thirsty girls on Instagram who is, uh, like, just mm-hmm. trying to get more followers. And I'm like, Kyle, no! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and the Bad hair. Bad Kyle. Bad Kyle. Things that were wrong. But speaking of things that are great, should we get into Salt Lake City episode one and two? Uh, yes. And guys, I was so excited. You okay. know... I've been waiting for this snowy, cold day. I love a good snow. By the way, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but no, it would have been a better transition. Speaking of big boobs on display, Meredith's boobs from Salt Lake City. Oh, my God. Did Meredith, did you guys watch Watch What Happens Live? That was a better transition. Thank you. Mm. Meredith look exactly like Lisa now, or is it just me? No, they they have merged a little. Do you don't think Meredith's new face looks like Lisa's? No, I think she looks a lot like Chloe, though, her daughter. Okay, after after you guys rewatch, watch what happens live because yeah, I'm drinking a She admitted to um to being to um what's it called um turning Jen in, helping turn Jen in. Yeah, I mean I don't blame her. You guys, that was a beautiful moment. But to be honest, if you knew someone you worked with mm-hmm. who was a homophobic, disgusting horrifying human being and then on top of it you knew they were doing something illegal that was attacking vulnerable elderly people wouldn't you feel in every way that it was the right decision i think mary yes. was the right decision i couldn't believe she admitted it like how many housewives go on watch what happens live she owns it well she didn't technically i mean we're all like 90 percent and just did it she didn't she did the bravo thing well you don't you never know wink wink but I felt like her answer was more than you never know. Didn't she say, like, if you mess with me, I come for you kind of thing? Mess with my family. Yeah, I'm going to come for you kind of thing. And I was like, ooh, it's on. She did this. I'm ready. But mm-hmm. I love it better than what Heather did when Heather's like, I realized her business was shady. But, you know, I'm still going to love her. <laughs> right, that's <laughs> like Heather is. A lot of abuse. I think, like, honestly, from a psychological point of view. As somebody who like majored in psychology, but no, uh, from that kind of thing, like when you look at Heather, she seems to choose people who are really mean to her as like people she wants around, and I think it's because she's yeah. to that dynamic. And so with Jen, 
who's not really nice to her. I feel like she's wanting that because she's used to that kind of love. But she deserves better love. She doesn't need to be... She does. not like Heather to think, like, if I found out someone was doing something, again, that was, like, maybe hurting vulnerable elderly people, I don't know if I'd just be like, ooh, I don't want to be in that business. I think... Like, it would be hard to want to be friends with a person who literally screams and cries at other people in defense of her own family, but then would attack people who were probably targeting people like her family. You know what right. I mean? And her vulnerable people. Right. For me, with I, I am a recovering Jen Shaw fan. Me too. Honestly, <laughs> me too. Yeah, it's, it's because... I mean, there were certain things like last, like she has a temper. We all know that. Yeah. But there was the video that got leaked right before the reunion. Oh yeah. Where she was, she threw her cell phone at her staff, verbally abusing them. That's she drama with her stylist. It's like, I'm like, you can't turn a blind eye. Oh. And I will be bashing her this season because I think she's a horrible person. Mm-hmm. She claims to be an ally to the LGBTQ plus community. She is not. Especially the fact that she is berating someone who is 30 years younger than her online. And also now there's the news that he hasn't officially defined, not that he has to, to anyone. Of course, yeah. That he has not even confirmed that he is gay to his parents. This woman is calling him a twink. Ugh, no, it's online. So- it's gross. It's disgusting. I made a post about it last night. I said, did. I liked it. Thank you. <laughs> it was, <laughs> it's really gross that she did this and she's not an ally. Anyone who says otherwise is full of shit. She wouldn't have done that. And she didn't even apologize. No, she's no, such an I don't- gaslighter. Yeah. She turns mm-hmm. But this is, I think the second episode, right? Did I jump? And I no, we were talking about the second episode, yeah. But when when she said to Heather, like when she wouldn't even discuss the racist thing, because I remember when that came out, and I sent it to Ilana right away, and I was like, oh my God, how could she say this? And how come there isn't? Because then Mary made kind of a comment, right, too, that Heather was a racist. Which I don't think is true. Allegedly. So I was like, what is happening? And the way Jen just kind of gaslit her and was like, it's all about me. Like what I go through is like, oh, my effing God. Heather should just be like, hand to the face, walking away. See, it makes me actually, and I understand their psychology and history and whatever, but it makes me not like Lisa or Heather, two people I was really big fans of last season. Really? Mm -hmm. because first of all the fact that lisa is trying to compare what jen's doing to what heather um that kind of disagreement and loyalty and all that is very troublesome the fact that you can't see how massively different is someone saying yeah whether i liked you knew you behaved a certain way uh, in the fact is someone gay bashing is so gross. And also, I mean, I was very disgusted when at the reunion she was trying to kind of take sort of racist um, things that people were kind of associating with the black community and trying to say that that has to do with the way she's treated and kind of gaslight that her anger issues weren't there. 
I thought that was very offensive. And yeah. for someone to not see that when they're that up close to it is very troublesome. Also, the way she dropped her friendship, in my opinion, mm-hmm. Meredith for this, it was upsetting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. with Heather, I have to say, like, I find there's to be something so affable and lovely about Heather. But again, when you see this behavior and you're able to say, but there's goodness under there. I I have not witnessed anything redeemable about this woman. And maybe she does make Heather feel good. But that doesn't mean that this is someone who is deserving of public loyalty and friendship. No, she's not. She's and trash. So it's a bit, yeah, so it's a bit like, I like these women so much. They came across so appealing to me last season. And now I'm like, I don't even know where to go. Because the three people were my favorite were Meredith, Lisa, and Heather. And now two of them have dropped from my favorites list. Well, this is what I always say about Housewives. If you form a tight friendship on Housewives, nine times out of ten, that friendship is going to disintegrate. Yeah. Especially if you guys have been friends before the show, that does not help. Forget it. Yeah. You guys are like, if you're going on the housewives, you better be tight. You better have not have any issues with your best friend. You better agree with everything they say or else. Like a Robin and Giselle. Robin and Giselle. Right. Well, that's more of a, I won't call them best friends, more of Giselle and her lackey. Yeah. Yeah. I could do that as well. Mm -hmm. But um, it's like so gross, but I have a feeling that Lisa and Jen, that relationship is going to change. Like go downhill? Mm-hmm. As the season progresses. I don't think she's going to really lose her friendship. And if she watched last night, if I was watching, if Meredith was my best friend and I watched last night where Meredith was like, we've never gone in a fight before this thing, it would make me look at like, why am I sticking up for this person who is a crook when my best friend whose son isn't no matter what he's like you said right a little boy he's not uh he's not he doesn't get what he's like in this game he's new to the housewives you can see he was just so excited to be on watch what happens live oh yeah like this is a stupid argument and that she's like keeps going it just shows how like honestly miserable her own home and her own life is even her saying that she was taking in that family, but she only did it right before filming. A little suspect, right? It's all calculated. It's all cal- she's just yeah. she's too calculated. And I kind of liked it in the beginning, but then it got a little. Oh, did we lose Alana? I think we did. She said it's reconnecting. We'll add her back in. Okay. It will be fine. Um, oh, there she is. Okay. Yeah. So, um, Hello. Yeah, we've missed you, Alana. But what's the new girl? I am obsessed. I like her too. Her daughter is hilarious. Bill, it's like Parsley, not Bruce Lee. And then, oh God, it's like so corny, but there's just, it's just charming coming from her. I really like it, and I love that she threw in that she was, like, a wedding singer, and that she did, like, a 19, was, isn't it, like, a 1920s or 30s, I was like, what weddings were you, I need more, I wanted more of them, I want more, she just kind of threw it in, like, I was like, I need so much more to this story, but I love her energy. Like, I knew I was gonna like her the instant when Lisa said, Jenny, tell Jack I came over to America. I came over on a boat, dude. <laughs> like, but, just like, not even like, um, not even saying that, because what she went through was horrible. 
She was a, a refugee. She had to wait in a camp for a couple of years. Like, like, I came over on a boat, dude. Like, what up? But, you know, I was very, like, why are we, ch- uh, like, changing up the cast even to add anyone? Because I was thinking, like, it's so perfect. Like, it feels mm-hmm. unnecessary. And now that Mary's out of the closet, literally, metaphorically, <laughs> you know, um, you know, I, I just felt like we were really going to have a season anyway. But she has, like, slid in beautifully like perfectly lubricated she just fits perfectly with everything i think she's exactly what was missing that we didn't even know was missing exactly and also, you know, she was actually supposed to be a friend why she was was at the last it was like at the last minute it was like back and forth friend or full-time friend or full-time then she became like at the last minute like this season was sudden at the last minute they both became full-time well, great I love these decisions. They're actually making great decisions with making these halftime plays. Actually, I had a question. Yes. I asked this before, and I totally forgot. Is the same production company for Beverly Hills, is it the same production company for New York? New York? No. Are they both? I know one. one's Evolution, right? Isn't... Um, Shed. For which one? New York. Because Shed also produces... Salt Lake. Oh, really? New York and Salt Lake are the same? Production company, yeah. Oh, wow. Beverly Hills is different, right? Because it, I think it is. Because Beverly Hills is evolution. So is Orange County. Okay. Because well, what happened was, last season, when they were filming, they had a different production company, and they fired them for the editing process, because I think Bravo saw what they had mm-hmm. in the film. And then decided to bring in Shed, who was a much more experienced Housewives production company. Okay. Well, I think because also it was about Mary full-time versus half-time, right? Well, the, this is what happened last year. Ma- Mary was fired after Brooks's fashion show. She was fired? She said, yeah. She was fired because she said some homophobic comments. Oh. Which is, does not shock me because she's a religious woman. You know, that's a whole, another ball game. But they brought her back for the finale, just like as a guest. And then what happened was they saw Mary, married her grandfather, probably. And that's not the most shocking. First of all, besides the fact that Whitney cheated on, Whitney and her husband cheated on their spouses with each other. Mm-hmm. And that's not the most shocking relationship on the show. I know. Yeah. It tells you how much, <laughs> what kind of gold Salt Lake City is. Yeah. So all the scenes. Right. So all of the scenes that were filmed post fashion show yeah. are all pickup scenes from after she was rehired as a housewife. And that's why Alana, she was always in the closet. Well, right. yeah, I got that. I mean, but that's where I felt like she really shines. But I think we learned a lot about her, knowing that she smoked. She likes to. She smoked at a time, knowing that mm-hmm. she warned her son about. The smelly fish. Oh no, yeah. she was shading though that preacher who is so excited and like giving his all to God in that moment. She's like, mm, that's that's I don't like that. She's like, calm Ooh. down. <laughs> I love I was listening to it's um so bad it's good with Ryan Bailey, and he said he actually listened to her podcast. She's not even on the podcast. <laughs> they oh, she's talk, not. That they talk, they're like, Oh, Mary's gonna like she's just done. <laughs> he said, You listen to the whole thing, never comes on once. Well, I really like that. So I, I, I was like, I love that journey for her. I love, I love. You know, what I love that she did. 
what? last week on Yom Kippur. She said, Happy Rosh Hashanah. Oh, yeah, she did. She's very merry. <laughs> and not, she didn't only put it, she posted like three times. Happy <laughs> Rosh Hashanah. <laughs> it's Mary. Oh, yeah. That's how I feel. I'm like, oh, Mary, we need your little, what's going on Crazy. there? But speaking of crazy, and I need to like be more of her relatives who. Oh, I love all her relatives. Oh, when she said that her one Lindsay. guy sucked, yeah, she needed him, and she's like, he's my cousin, but he's awful. He never gets anything done. <laughs> Imagine your own family. I was like, I love Mary. What were you Perfect. saying? Oh, I'm sorry, Zach. No, I wasn't saying anything. Hmm. No, but Whitney has really won my heart. I, this actually goes perfectly into what I was saying before, which is that I need a replacement for Lisa and Heather because when Whitney kept dropping the cake and kept continuing to attempt with the cake, I was like, all right, all right, I, I could get into this. But the uh -uh. sex life thing, honestly, okay, I never liked Whitney. I didn't like her last No. I'm still not a Whitney fan. Everything she was doing, I was like, again, you are trying way too hard, Whitney, and we need you to cool right. your did you like uh, sex three to four times a week? And that's not a lot for me. I was like, okay, this is this is stupid. Like, right. Like, it's like she was did you see the unseen footage where she was talking about her father being alive but dead? Wait, what? No. What? Oh my god. Okay, so they did an extended never before one of those things. I saw it on YouTube and it was when they were all out you know in the first episode when they all went out to eat and they were talking about their fathers all passing away. So yeah. I guess at one point Meredith turned to her and she's like, you're the only one who has a father still alive. And she's like, you know, with my father, he, when, he, you know, I don't know when I'm going to get that phone call that he's gone and mourning your father when he's still alive can i can understand that's awful that actually. Yeah, so bad. i was she was speaking though far more at length than i am right now in with such kind of like vulnerability and honesty that you know you only get really in these sort of newer housewife it was so heartbreaking and not because it's something thank god that i've experience intimately but just in such a way that was so raw i was like tearful and then cut to her dropping the cake like 20 times and you know that type of humanity where you have that silliness and then you also have her thinking that she's a role model to her um stepsons that are like two years younger than her right. I think that type of hilarity and not having any sense of self is exactly what i love in a housewife that ridiculousness yeah, i love the ridiculousness but I'm going to say, when she decided to share with us her orgasm and everything. Okay. Yeah, that, I'm I not saying. Like, this is what I mean. You need to cool your jets, Whitney. Yeah. It's the early Tamra in a bathtub vibes. Yeah. I'm, I'm just going to turn on the light, though. One second. I just, I don't like Whitney. I haven't liked her. There's just, I don't know what it is. I know. Same with me. It's, There's something, it's like, right? It, to me, it's like she's fake. It's so fake. She reminds me of Hannah. When I watch her, I'm like, I don't think this is the real Whitney. When Whitney did that thing to Lisa, not that in a certain way, yes, it was such a housewife thing, but the way Whitney did it and then went about the after effects of like how she kept talking about throughout the season, I was like, she's a dodgy person. She's playing yes. um, She's playing this way where she's like, I just want everyone to get along. I'm here to help. And it's like, no. Whitney, no, you have deep, dark chocolate layers. You had an affair. Like, no matter what, not that, you know, everyone has their own things. But Whitney, to me, is like, who are you really? Because you're not this. Right. It's like this, something, 
she's trying to hide. Mm-hmm. And I have a feeling it's going to come out. And when it comes out, it's going to be amazing. I agree with you. And I'm really excited. Amazing, like, not for her, but for us. Yes. And I'm so excited for that journey. I mean, maybe, maybe she'll, she'll change my mind. But usually how I feel like when I first meet a housewife is what she's mm-hmm. on. Right. <laughs> like, I couldn't, when I first met her the first episode, I couldn't get a good vibe. Me neither. I didn't get a bad vibe, a bad vibe. I didn't get a good vibe either. I just got neutral. That's and never a good sign. No, the saddest thing for me was when I learned that she was related to Heather. Like, Heather and Whitney? Right. Wow. But see, I'm not going <laughs> to convince anyone otherwise. And I totally respect. And I want you to know, much like many other great podcasters in the Bravo world, I change my mind episode to episode. Oh, yeah. But I will say with absolute certainty when someone's a little bit intellectually declined if you will <laughs> i really enjoy that because it makes me intellectually feel, declined yeah it makes me feel like like i'm escapism you know and watching yeah. some drunk hot mess you know like when she put the really heavy camera thing on the back of her bikini bottom and it's pulling down like a dog kind of trying to take off her panty you know what i mean it's just like right. that isn't a good decision whitney and then when she was keep trying to do the cake one-handed by the way and then added plates and utensils i was like no whitney no and i just really enjoyed that very much and that stupidity and maybe because you know i can be very very stupid that i see that in someone else and i'm like all right my people uh it's just with whitney it's just i think maybe dropping it the first time was an accident then it just got sort of staged i think that was also drunk it was drunk but i think it was already like i'll drop it a couple more times make it even funnier I don't know. Maybe I feel like a lot of Whitney, again, because it it reminds me of Hannah. Like, Whitney just seems like she's, and Jen did it, but at least with Jen, I felt like it was very open. Like, Whitney seems like she's putting on what she thinks she should be doing for us sometimes. And I would love to see, like, who is the real Whitney? Because I don't think this is. But that's why when you saw the unseen footage, to be fair, I think some of it is how she edited, probably. Yeah, yeah, that's because I mean, I was not expecting that from her. Obviously, like I just had it in the background. I was doing my makeup. And I felt like it was so raw. I got all teared up. I, I didn't even end up putting on mascara because it was like, no. no I gonna- think it's so sad about her father. And obviously, like, that's the worst thing, losing a parent I, or, like, any family, you know, that's the worst thing. But I think because mm-hmm. Whitney has said that in past seasons, like, not that I don't know what she was saying. In the not seen footage was that he lived with them for a short time or some time, I should say, during COVID lockdown. And then he was sort of trying to manipulate them. And I didn't she say that? You guys, didn't she say that at the reunion or no? No. Maybe, oh. I don't think so. I, like I, I, would like, like, I don't know. Go to find it on YouTube. I will. I will. Maybe experience? Whitney will win me over. She's so far Whitney. And Jen are like my least favorite, but I want Jen to stay for this season so I can see this journey. Right. I oh, look, it's a hot mess. It's hot. Like yeah. I talked about this Bravo historian. Us Bravo accounts, we love mess. That's mm-hmm. why we would do this. Like the first two minutes of the Salt Lake City premiere, I was just laughing. Yeah. So good. Watching someone's life implode. It's fantastic. I love um with Whitney. It's giving me the chills. 
No, but even when she was like on. Okay, the one thing I do like about Whitney is that when they're on the bus. Yeah, like, that's what I was she gonna just do. randomly says fraud. Yeah, fraud. <laughs> and then she, when she was like, "Oh my god, I'm getting like she's like getting so excited," and she was us in that moment, like all of us, like that was yeah. in real time. She was getting, and she's like, like giddy with excitement that this person's life is like falling apart. And I was like, "Yes, you get it." No, I do agree. Right. Watching everyone else, you can see all the other women are like, "How should we be reacting? Should we yeah. be calmer?" And Whitney's just like, "You guys, it's all here. I'm gonna read it live." Yeah. And she's like, was saying it like, no, allegedly. She's like, it, like you it's said, fraud. It's fraud. It's like, fraud. you know, she's a bad person. I knew it. Like, that kind of attitude. And I, I did like it. that. I'm not going to lie. That scene with Whitney, I was like, you are hilarious. It, yeah, I'm not trying In to fact- anyone because it's not like I'm so, I'm not saying I'm a stan or anything. I'm just saying, like, I feel like she has potential to be someone who I have an affection for. She's not there yet, though. I get, I get what you're saying. I mean, well, it might change. I'll never say never, but I don't know. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But I feel like this episode, these last two episodes have given so much that I'm so excited for next week's. <gasps> you guys, I'm so excited. I feel like next week's going to be Next week is the first part of one of many Jen versus, Mer- Jen versus Meredith. And so if I didn't have this podcast, I honestly think I would like go on a social media break, wait like three weeks so I could have a whole bunch of episodes and just like pick them so I don't have to like wait. But I have no self-control and also a podcast. So the combination. And the episodes (laughs) have been so good because even when they're doing kind of nothing, it's so like. It's funny. It's been funny. Yeah. So I'm so excited because honestly, I also didn't know how high my hopes were. Because Bravo lately has been just kind Simba. of... I'm sorry. He's Bravo's like, been on, like, back and forth. Yeah. And it's so, like, with certain shows, I'm excited for... Um, I feel like we went... Do you feel like we went through both episodes? Is there anything you felt like yeah. you missed? No, I mean, I wouldn't say anything. I mean, it's... I'm very excited for the rest of the season. It looks dramatic. It looks so dramatic. Wait, looks so good. Meredith is engaging. What? I did want to say one thing before we like okay. out. I think we should all like give praise to Brooks's beautiful challah. I thought that was cool. mm-hmm. oh, he did a beautiful challah. I, was so I love that shot. I was so happy to see a Shabbat that actually felt like a Shabbat. A Shabbat. Yeah, and it was like like watching him do it, and even when he was like asking his mom how to braid it, and she's like, "You've done it a million times, like in the most Jewish mother way, like." Mm. Don't make me come over there. <laughs> it was really good. I just, like, I'm going to get ready. I just loved everything about that. And I just want to like honor that moment. Yes. I agree with you. I think it, I'm so excited for, um, um, sorry, Salt Lake City. I'm so excited about like the end of Beverly Hills. I'm very excited. Isn't um, Vanderpump next Tuesday? Yeah. Are you not I excited about Vanderpump? Ooh, well, because last season was so... Awful. It's like I think last season should have been the end. But Lisa said we're back. Yeah, but Lisa obviously Lisa Vanderbilt is a whole nother she's like, you guys awful back. human being. Can I say something really controversial, but maybe not at all? What? Safe circle. I think that now that I've had some distance and time between me and LVP, 
I have gone from loving her and being and mm-hmm. annoyed when I see her on Guys, am mm-hmm. I on an island? Am I on an island by myself? You yes. are. <laughs> no, because when I saw her on screen, I was just like, get out of there. You don't belong right. to these people. Like, get on. Like, find like she's, like, like, she's like, really like, pathetic last trying to, like, come up with something that you don't have anything in common with people who are the, your children's age. Yeah, and like like uh, in the beginning when she was really in the housewives, and then she was just sort of dabbling in the Vanderpump as like I'm your monster kind of here puppets move. I was fine with mm-hmm. it, but now where she's like, oh no, I need you, and I need you to like be in my thing and film with me and like film at my house so I'm I have camera time. I'm like, no, no, you're ruining you for me. I hate this. You're better than this. You've become. You've lowered your standard and you've become something that I can no longer see. All I can hear is go, get, go, yeah, get on, get. Like, like, it's I, like, I just want to with my cowboy boots. Like, I mean, will I watch Vanderpump Rules next week? Yes. Am I excited for it? I mean, because like the, the Vanderpump of the early years, those are like the cool. golden era. The slap, Take it off dirty the fucking whore. I loved it. Every time they got in a fight, let's take off those shirts. Let's see what's happening. The chunkiness sweater. Fight, Dina. Yes, those chunky sweaters we are wearing mm-hmm. in order to fight raw. <laughs> I know, but all I can think of when Jax does that is like, you know how in the movies though, like when somebody does it, but then they're turning to their friend, they're like, hold me back, right? You're going to keep holding, you know, when yeah. <laughs> they're not really going after them. I feel like that's what right. Jax is like. If this person wasn't here. Well, are you excited though for Winter House? Yes. I'm so glad they changed it from winter, char- so winter Southern Charm House or whatever it's called. Well, again, that's what I feel like they actually are listening to the to the good people of the Bravoverse because everyone was like, "No, I'm still going to call it Winter House." So I feel right. like kind of like all right, like All Stars. I'm going to call it All Stars. No, it's a real yeah. Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip. Yeah, yeah. that's that's just stupid. Right. Also, it's misdressed, and I can say that before it's come on, I know it's going to be not as good as it could be. The second season really? is gonna be better. Second season is going to be better, but no, because they didn't have like they put people together that are not the people that would like stimulate each other, and it was too short of a time. I feel like they put everyone who's playing nicey nice, and you see like Lou and Kenya like bonding on social. Like, no, we needed like Andy's baby shower kind of like Dorit and Camille on this yes. adventure. Yeah. Like, we don't need like Kenya who is only like riled up with her best friend. Like, no, then put Nini if you're putting Kenya. Like, we need people who are gonna have like you know uh, friction. Whatever it's yeah. Yeah. magnetism like not at this point like kyle and bethany we know they stopped being yeah but that would have been amazing well they're still friends actually kyle oh really because bethany makes it seem like they're not when i've read interviews with her but maybe i'm wrong but yeah, like, they have you bethany and kyle because then we could find out the truth of that like that's <laughs> what we needed yeah, that's right 100 percent like this was no good. They they did they put people who were gonna just like like Melissa. Why would you even put Melissa? Listen, like I don't want Melissa on her actual show. Well, That's it's because Bravo loves the, the Gorgas. They love Melissa and Joe. I don't know why. Well, and they Joe is hilarious them. with his tweets. I mean, when he called out the Butler, who he said like grew up with him. No, no but that wasn't. That. Him. I thought that was a spoof account. I thought, I I thought Ryan made that. that. I think Ryan made that. No, I thought that was really from Joe Gorga. No, I'm like 99.9999 for sure. Ryan from So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey like made it as a joke. I don't think so. I think those are Joe Gorga's live cheat, tweets. 
No, because if you oh, go... Uh, and, uh, I was even you... inspirational memes are interesting. No, but I think... Oh, what are his inspirational memes? Page, but we go on his page, it's, it's like, it's weird. Text. Okay, because I, I swore it was really him. But I know we're going to let you go in one, like, two minutes. We just had a, wanted to do the fun game we always do. So I thought, text, like, call text delete, Andy Cohen, Jen Shaw, or Bamboozle Jane. <gasps> oh, I don't even know. Well, call Andy, though. Um, text Jen Shaw, you suck. <laughs> and and then it's delete, Erica. Yeah. <laughs> I answer? Yes, but imagine you guys, they were going to tell you everything. Because I know mm -hmm. all of them are gaslighters. So if they were yeah. during this time to talk to you, and you were, could ask them whatever you want, and they were going to give you all. Does I, that change your answer? I would call Andy because just hearing that voice makes me happy. I would text with Erica and I'm going to tell you why. Because I want it all in written form so I can screenshot it and send it to whoever needs to see it in order to make this case get to where he got to go. What's that guy, Richards or someone? Yeah, and Ryan then, Richards or something on Twitter. Yeah. yeah. And then I will delete Jen because that's what I think the world should do. Honestly, yeah. I 100% percent agree with you alana I would do that's not a bad one too <laughs> but you guys who would you be so happy to have you on thank it's, you it's always the best time ever and thank you yes. for taking your night with us and please tell everyone <laughs> where they can follow stalk you because i am on the instagram and the twitter <laughs> the twitter the twitter <laughs> at brav o o o three o's mg and it's our Favorite. We are addicted to you. You are so funny. Thank you, guys. Always on point. I swear. Yeah, I want to you something you post it. And you always just bring the best energy to our podcast. We love having you on. Yeah. I love being on, and guys. We it's were telling best. at the beginning of the show, this is our first episode back since our summer holiday that we forgot to inform everyone about. But oh. we're so glad you are with it as our returning. Well, I'm glad to be here. Well, thank you again.